Wednesday afternoon, this is the Master on Hokanui with Andy Muir, starting off the hour with Jill Naylor. She is President for Rural Women New Zealand. Jill, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Andy. Find you up in Wellington today? I am, yes. I'm, uh, Rural Women New Zealand has a seat on the New Zealand Landcare Trust board. So yeah, here for a New Zealand Landcare Trust That'll be meet, quite in- meeting. That would be quite interesting. It is. It's the, the Landcare Trust does a lot of fabulous work all around the country um, with catchment groups and things like that, just supporting our farmers and landowners in um, sustainable land, land use and, and their water quality, looking at biodiversity and riparian planting and all that kind of thing and developing wetlands, all that sort of stuff. It's it's great. It's awesome being a part of it. There's such a positive group of people and positive, amazing outcomes locally all around the country too. We know what a catchment group situation is like in the south. It is very vibrant. Around the rest of the country, what's it like? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no, there's catchment groups popping up all over the place doing, as I say, doing really, really good work. And a lot of them have been going for, for a long time. And um, the Landcare Trust is a very respected organisation um, around the country doing, just kind of facilitating this work too. And just the buy-in from farmers and landowners as well. That's that's the mm. great thing about this, isn't it? Yes, yes. We were, we had a field trip um, into the Tasman area last year, just seeing some of the work that they're doing there and the buy-in that they've got the, from the farmers there is incredible. It's wonderful to see so so many positive outcomes there around, yeah, just water quality and biodiversity and that kind of stuff. It's really exciting. Yeah, a lot of great work going on around the mm. farm regarding water quality too, which is something that has been paramount, especially on farmers' minds as well. We're talking suffrage today as well. What, what's happening here? Suffrage, yes. It's 130 years since women got the vote in, wow. in Aotearoa, New Zealand. So that's, And we were the first country in the world to do it. So big thumbs up to all our women back then, 130 years ago, who fought for this. And there was a few men that supported. Apparently there's about 20 men actually signed the petition as well. Um, so yeah, I had a function the last night here in Wellington, uh, just celebrating that and celebrating how far we've come and looking at where we need to go, the, the work that still needs to be done, and that was beyond just getting the vote. It's about equity for women in all spheres of life, really. So yeah, it's interesting stuff, and we can be very proud of where we are, but there's still a long way to go. Remembering New Zealand was the first country in the world to give women the vote. Yep. Yeah, so we can chalk that one up and no one can ever take that away from us. (laughs) Absolutely not. And You're up in Wellington at the moment. There's a lot of political vibes happening as you go around. Um, Are you sensing a bit of a mood when you're in your travels around the region up there, Jill? Or is it pretty much just that is what it is, people just keep carrying on? Oh, people just keep carrying on, I think. Um, There's always discussion, but also everything's in a little bit of limbo at the moment until we see the outcome of the election. And he's hoping it doesn't take too long after the election for the outcome to be known. That's it, isn't it? Less than a month to go until the election, and um, absolutely it's a topic. Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah, there's, there's a lot up for grabs, as there is every election. election. All I could say is please get out and actually vote. Um, those women all those years ago, they they didn't sign that petition for nothing. They they really wanted to for everybody to have an impact and partic- and women as well. So please, just urging everybody to actually get out and vote. Now there's a there's an event happening in the south with Rural Women New Zealand South and Chapter a family event. What's happening here? Oh, they've got a really neat day lined up. 
um, on the 2nd of October, there's a couple of things actually. The one, the one on the 2nd of October, they're having our Southland crew having a family fun event um, centering, starting it off in Queen's Park. Oh no, they're going Tempin Bowling first, actually. Um, encouraging families to come along. It's like a family fun day. Um, Tempin Bowling first and then they're going to go to Queen's Park and do a spot of orienteering which might just be a bit of fun. And then dinner afterwards. Um, yeah, so that'll be that will be a really good day. That's on the 2nd of October and that's an early celebration of the International Day for Rural Women, yeah, which is really like that means women living rurally. <laughs> not, Absolutely, not rural that's the whole point of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, but another really exciting one coming up is also, and I've just only just found out about this one on the eighth of October at Waikaka. We have Pauline Blomfield from Canine Medical Detection um, speaking that afternoon. Now. She, canine MD, train dogs to detect cancer. They've got two trained now for prostate and bowel cancer, and they have just started training dogs to um, detect ovarian cancer, which is really, really, really exciting. And we have been um, supporting canine MD in general, but also in the last couple of years, particularly around the training of these, these dogs for um, detecting ovarian cancer. So that's really exciting. Kayla, uh, Pauline's got a fabulous story around canine MD and that's going to be happening in Waikaka on the 8th of October. So it's, yeah. It's fascinating. But, but it's so fascinating. It's fascinating though when you think about dogs and the ability to do what they do in day-to-day work. Obviously we don't need to talk about how the farm dogs go but you think of these sniffer dogs and what they're able to detect these days um, oh, and no. that, won't, that wouldn't be cheap to do either. Oh no, it's not. It's a very, it's a very long process. It takes years to train the dogs, and the um, verification process that they have to do, go through is really, really intense. And I know with a couple, the, the other two dogs that they've got trained, you're trained up to like um, 99, 98% verified. So that means that it's something like that. It's in the really, really, really high 90s. They're almost perfect. Um, in their success rate of detection. So that means that of, like, there's only a couple of tests out of 100 that they get wrong. Yeah, no, so that, that's, that's brilliant. incredible. They are amazing things, dogs. They really, really are. And, yeah, it's just an, an incredible asset to add to the toolbox for any testing. I mean, once they've actually done, have detected that something's going on, then it's obviously... Um, up to the medical profession to go in there and do a lot more work but all of this can be done through a simple blood test um, and it's so non-invasive really Yeah it's simple. fascinating to yeah. see the way that these things evolve and just yeah. finally as well it's that time of year a lot of people are flat out in the middle of whamming at the moment and mm. it's just that time of the season isn't it? It is, it is and um, if the weather behaves it's the best time of the year on farm I, I love it, it's when the weather behaves. When the weather doesn't behave, it gets a bit testing. Yeah, And sure. um, we just need to be, just still find a way to get some downtime somehow, find a way to smile every day, find something that warms your heart every day, and just be prepared with them, those meals prepared, all that kind of thing, and try and keep something going that, that keeps your interest off farm, but also don't, don't clutter up your life too much. Say no to some things, but 
do say yes to some social stuff as well. And focus on those controllables as such, isn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep keep some form of connection with other people as well. That's really important. But just find find a focus. Find something to make your heart sing every day if you can. And, um, yeah. Great way. It is an exciting time of the year, though. It is. Jill Naylor, Rural Woman, New Zealand. Always appreciate your time on the muster. Enjoy Wellington. Lovely. Thanks, Andy. Jill Naylor, out of Rural Woman, New Zealand, as president. Up next, we're going to Vietnam. Lynn Berry, normally based here, but she's on her OE for six or nine months. I'm not sure how long, and I think she's in Hanoi. We'll catch up, see how things are going. Oh.